Get in on the action and make your bet with Sports Interaction. The F1 schedule is heating up. Will you go with the O, Reliable, and Max Verstappen? Or take your chance with a potential surprise. Download the app in Ontario. Use the QR code you see at the bottom of your screen somewhere. Or head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn to get started. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Welcome to Nailing the Apex, everyone. I'm Tim Haraney. Please head on over to Spotify. Give us a five-star rating and a follow. Same goes with Apple Podcasts as well. Rate reviews. It really helps us grow the show. You can follow me on social media at Tim Haraney. It's the Miami Grand Prix preview. And it is Friday morning. Uh, just getting ready to go to the track. Thursday was great. I mean, super busy. Um, had some great interviews. F1 has done an incredible job of, of setting up this event here in uh, Miami, it's uh, it's pretty neat when you when you walk in somewhere and you're seeing Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel just walking around. So that was pretty cool. Um, outside of that, you know, we had some good interviews with Lance Stroll and Alex Albon, as well as Nico Hulkenberg and Kevin Magnuson as well as a few others. And it's just some content we're putting together uh, for TSN for our uh, pre-race leading into the Canadian Grand Prix. Um, But still, really good, insightful interviews. uh, And yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing all of it with you uh, when it becomes available. Um, I would say like the weather here is incredibly hot, and I'd be interested to see how that is going to affect uh, the racing Come Sunday, I heard there sh- there could be uh, some rain coming our way uh, for this weekend's event, so that could spice things up. Uh, apparently, I was I was told it should hit around Saturday if it does rain. Uh, as for Sunday, just not sure at the moment. The one thing is, is that it's really hot and and humid here, so I think for the racing in general, it's going to be pretty hard on the on the tires and and the uh, the tire dag as as well. Um, Let's start with Sergio Perez. Um, do I think he can challenge Max Verstappen and beat him for a driver's world championship? Well, I think he can if he stays consistent. And that's something we've said on this podcast many times is Sergio Perez's consistency. And I think one of the things that I find very interesting is that in the offseason, you know, he worked extremely hard during those winter months and spent a lot of time just really trying to understand how to get the best out of the Red Bull car because this is really a car that's built more for for Max and I think for for Sergio just getting down and understanding the different types of driving styles that he may have to use to build that confidence to extract the performance from the car you know he's put in a lot of work um in the off season, and it's it's really showing. I mean, he's he's strong on street circuits, uh, like we've seen so far this season. This is this is a, a street circuit here in Miami as well. So I think it's going to be fascinating to see how this shakes out this weekend. Uh, it's not easy being Max's teammate. I mean, he is always you know delivering on the track and. He's eaten up and, you know, spat out many teammates in the past. Um, but, you know, his his confidence, I think, is just at a, a different level this season for Sergio. You know, you can you can see it. It's uh, you can see it when he's on the track. He's really he's really playing around with the car a lot more and experimenting 
more so than he did last season. And to me, that's a that's a sign of of confidence, really. Um, you know, if we go back and you remember the the tensions between you know Verstappen and Perez after the Brazil Grand Prix, and you know a lot of that going back to what happened during the Monaco Grand Prix qualifying in 2022 when Perez crashed. Uh, I think you know today and now he he feels that there is respect between the two of them, and he says that the team feels confident enough to let both of them race and I think that's really important and I think hearing Sergio say that is it is a direct result of yes Max knowing that Sergio is fast and knowing that he can push him whereas last season and as we got to the towards the end of last season I don't necessarily think that 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 was there simply because of how inconsistent Sergio was with with his pace um He's six points back of Verstappen in the championship. They both have two wins this season, and Sergio said the only way, quote, I have a chance of beating uh, Max is by being perfect and being able to deliver when it matters. And you know what? That that's That's... That's key. I, I think that's incredibly crucial, that if you're going to go up against Max Verstappen, you're going to have to bring everything. Max is number one at that team, and he's an incredible driver, obviously, but you're really going to have to dig deep to to, to really take down you know, Verstappen in a season, that's for sure. Um, I think Perez believes that he'll get as much support from the team as, as Max does, and haven't been doing so since the start of the season. He's been, he has been getting that support. Uh, I think it, it could be different. I think if there were other teams that were really challenging Red Bull in, in the season, I think that that may, that may change a bit if that were to happen. Um, but yeah, off the top, it, it really does look like the team is, is backing both of them. Um, you know, to Red Bull's, credit you know they are letting both of them race i mean if we look at baku and and saudi arabia as examples you know azerbaijan they were both skimming the walls um pushing each other on the lap time so yeah i think uh i think what he's saying is true as for ferrari uh they brought some upgrades for this weekend haven't been told exactly what they are just yet should find out more on uh friday afternoon um, but yeah, it's it's positive to hear that Ferrari is bringing upgrades to their car and trying to get that race pace sorted out. Because in all honesty, you know that's really where the problem uh, lies at the moment. You know, if we look at qualifying, the one lap pace is there for for Charles Leclerc, like we saw in Baku, and same with Carlos Sainz, who's been pretty good in the qualifying uh, department so far this season, aside from Azerbaijan, but. That being said, you know they've struggled mightily in the race. Um, shockingly, really, I didn't. I didn't think they were going to be. Uh, I, I didn't think they were going to have this many difficulties uh, in the race with with tire degradation and obviously you know reliability issues for Charles Leclerc in race one. But you know, I think I think for Charles, I think he feels that you know as this car starts to evolve and starts to develop, he is going to be able to be in the mix. Uh, for some wins because the one lap pace is there so that's your qualifying sort of taken care of it's it's the full race distance 
that you got to worry about. Um, as for uh, George Russell and the Max Verstappen, you know, feud. Uh, so if we go back to Thursday, you know, that, that continued with Russell saying that his uh, spat with Verstappen post-Baku uh, sprint race was, uh, quote, all a little pathetic. So I think, like, this thing keeps uh, rolling on here. But uh, I feel, you know, he's, he's, you know, I think one of the things is for the drivers is I think they feel that, you know, Max has given out those tough moves before, so he should be able to take them. And you know what? I, I agree. You know, Verstappen does race pretty hard and he has raced people uh, very hard in the past. So, I mean, the thing with George is, is he's looking to win, right? And he's going to send it if he, if he's got to send it. And if there's an opening there, he's going to take it. And you know, that's what every great racing driver does. I mean, it's just, it's how, how they operate. Um, Russell did go on to say that uh, he felt it, it was good racing and it was the only thing that happened that weekend that was of any interest. Now, that's pretty interesting because I agree uh, with that. I I think I think that uh, I think that the the you know the Baku sprint weekend it was interesting up until the actual sprint race on the saturday and then things kind of got a little stale a little boring and the grand prix wasn't that exciting um and you know it's, it's hard to say what that actually comes down to is it the tires or is it that drs range where they shortened it for for azerbaijan um which brings us to a pretty good point with Red Bull's dominance you know F1 starting to get you know a little not as exciting you know and I think I think it is a bit to do with you know these regulations you know they were brought forward to to help with passing okay so now we have this ground effect race car and if we look at Baku you know that could it could have been an outlier because of like I had said that you know the DRS range being shortened you know the DRS zones have also been shortened for here in in Miami as well for this weekend. Um, I believe it's by about seventy five meters if I'm not if if I'm correct. Um, but you know Fernando Alonso made a good point um, on Thursday when speaking to us, mentioning that you know if Red Bull weren't so far ahead, then it would be an interesting fight. And you know I I think he's I think he's right on that because. If you look at the top four teams, you know, they're all within a tenth of a second. And if Red Bull didn't have this advantage, then, you know, maybe we would be saying that, you know, these new regulations and these rules were successful and that they actually have worked. And I, I tend to agree with him. You know, if, if Red Bull doesn't have this advantage, then I, I really think we're we're singing a different tune to formula one and how things look. I think the tires could also be playing a bit of an issue here as well. You know, they, they do overheat quite easily if you're, if the drivers are following too closely and, you know, last season there wasn't that much of an issue with following too closely. But if you go back to, I don't know, if you go back to 2020, maybe 2021, you know, s you know, sometimes, that was an issue, you know, following too closely and the tire just overheating. And the thing, if the tire gets too overheated, then it loses its performance. So I think that could be something that they will look at 
Now, whether anything comes of it, well, we'll have to wait and see. Um, it's just it's hard to pass when these DRS trains are forming, and you know the cars are so the cars are so stiff now that it's it's a it's a struggle to work a different racing line. If you watch some of the cars, they're all tending to take the same sort of racing line into corners. You know, n- no one's really no one's really experimenting too much with the racing line like we'd seen in past formulas. So, you know, it's it's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of different things developing with this regulation, but I think if they just stick with it for a few more years and get a bit more convergence happening, then I think it could be pretty interesting. Um, last thing before I take off, the, the F1 movie for uh, Apple Productions or Apple TV – uh, Brad Brad Pitt's untitled F1 movie. Um, so obviously, like you know, you know, Lewis Hamilton is assisting on the production side as a producer on the script, as well as trying to make sure that they are telling a story about racing in Formula One that is accurate to what Formula One racing is like and what it is about. Now, the premise I was able to find out is that Brad Pitt, you know, comes out of retirement to race and train a rookie driver. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, boy, that smells like driven. Uh, But hopefully it's light years better. I mean, they have a really good crew working on this movie. Uh, They have a lot of talent on this movie as well. And so I think I think it's going to be really good. Um, Now, filming will start at the British Grand Prix uh, in Silverstone, so that's in July, and Brad Pitt will drive on track at at the event when the circuit is empty uh, between sessions and with no other cars on the racetrack, which is obviously a good thing because <laughs> I'm sure you know Brad's got a lot to learn when it comes to the racing, the driving of the car. So I'm going to get to be there for that. I'm really excited to see how it all kind of plays out. Um, he will be driving an adapted F2 car. Now, the Mercedes will crew the car, and they'll be using these little 6K cameras um, that will be placed all over the car. So, yeah, I think that'll be yeah, I think that'll be pretty cool. To, pretty cool to see. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what kind of footage they get from from these cameras, uh, especially recording in 6K. You know, that's pretty awesome. Um, thanks very much, everyone, for for watching and listening. Uh, I know it was a shortened uh, preview. It's been uh, it's been full gas since I got here. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, the atmosphere is incredible. Uh, I do encourage you next season if you get a chance Miami Grand Prix definitely put that one on your calendar because it it, it is a lot of fun down here there's a lot of activation happening and uh, and yeah you never know who you're gonna see like like for myself on uh, Thursday so yeah pretty cool stuff uh, I'll keep you posted um, thanks very much everyone for na- listening to Nailing the Apex uh, please give us a five star rating and a follow same goes with Apple Podcasts, please write a review. Let us know how we're doing. And if you want more from me, you can follow me on social media at Tim Haraney, and we'll talk to you all at the end of the weekend.